Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. I pray that you give everyone ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them through this podcast. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverbs 15, beginning in verse 1. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly, but the mouth of fools pours forth foolishness. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. A fool despises his father's instruction, but he who receives correction is prudent. In the house of the righteous there is much treasure, but in the revenue of the wicked is trouble. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the fool does not do so. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but he loves him who follows righteousness. Harsh discipline is for him who forsakes the way, and he who hates correction will die. Hell and destruction are before the Lord, so how much more the hearts of the sons of men. A scoffer does not love one who corrects him, nor will he go to the wise. A merry heart makes a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. The heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge, but the mouth of fools feeds on foolishness. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he who is of a merry heart has a continual feast. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure with trouble. Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a fatted calf with hatred. A wrathful man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger allays contention. The way of the lazy man is like a hedge of thorns, but the way of the upright is a highway. A wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish man despises his mother. Folly is joy to him who is destitute of discernment, but a man of understanding walks uprightly. Without counsel, plans go awry, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. The way of life winds upward for the wise, 
that he may turn away from hell below. The Lord will destroy the house of the proud, but he will establish the boundary of the widow. The thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but the words of the pure are pleasant. He who is greedy for gain troubles his own house, but he who hates bribes will live. The heart of the righteous studies how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours forth evil. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. The light of the eyes rejoices the heart, and a good report makes the bones healthy. The ear that hears the rebukes of life will abide among the wise. He who disdains instruction despises his own soul, but he who heeds rebuke gets understanding. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. Friends, today we're going to look at verse 1 of Proverb 15. And Proverb 15, verse 1, says this, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Friends, this is Bill Kelly, your host, and I feel led to say this. I have a feeling there may be someone listening for the first time today, and I just want to tell you what this podcast is about. This podcast is about wisdom and the importance of having wisdom. And if you have wisdom and make all of your decisions with wisdom, with understanding, I believe and declare that your life will go better with you. Today we're going to continue our study in the book of Job. We're going to take a closer look today at chapter 13, and we're going to get right into it. So this is chapter 13 of Job, beginning in verse 1. Behold, my eye has seen all this. My ear has heard and understood it. What you know, I also know. I am not inferior to you. But I would speak to the Almighty, and I desire to reason with God. But you forgers of lies, you are all worthless physicians." Friends, the first point I'd like to bring up in today's lesson is that Job desires to reason with God. Friends, I am reading out of the Nelson Study Bible, and in my Bible, the commentary for verses 3 and 4 tell us this. Job desires to reason or argue his cause before God. He rejects the incompetent counsel of his three friends who, like worthless physicians, have made a wrong diagnosis concerning the cause of his disease and suffering. In fact, 
They were forgers of lies, literally falsehood plasterers. Job's friends were smearing his sores with a sham concoction of dogma. Instead of piously accusing their unfortunate friend, they should have been praying with him. Now, friends, I'm going to add a little bit of commentary on my own here. There are a couple things that I would like to address. First of all, the fact that Job has three very close friends. I also am impressed with how he feels he can speak with them. I want to go back to that first verse of today. And the first verse says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So here in the 13th chapter of Job, Job is instructing his friends. He is correcting his friends because, friends, why do we go to a doctor? We go to a doctor to get a prescription. And when the doctor gives you a prescription, you go and get the prescription filled. And when you get that prescription filled and take the medication that the doctor has given you, then whatever ails you should go away. It should alleviate the pain or make it go away. And the same thing is happening here. Job is calling his friends false or worthless physicians. He is telling them that their advice is basically misguided. They are telling him that he has done something wrong in his life, and he is telling them, I haven't done anything wrong, and he's basically letting them know, wait a minute, I'm going to plead my case with God and not with you. Number two, I want you to think about this. Job asks his friends to be quiet. Now let's go on in verse 5. I'm going to read through verse 13. Oh, that you would be silent, and it would be your wisdom. Now hear my reasoning, and heed the pleadings of my lips. Will you speak wickedly for God, and talk deceitfully for Him? Will you show partiality for Him? Will you contend for God? Will it be well when he searches you out? Or can you mock him as one mocks a man? He will surely rebuke you if you secretly show partiality. Will not his excellence make you afraid and the dread of him fall upon you? Your platitudes are proverbs of ashes. Your defenses are defenses of clay. Hold your peace with me and let me speak. Then let come on me what may. Job is asking his friends, I know you think you have the answers for me, 
but let me tell you what is actually going on. And here he is rebuking his friends. He's telling them, listen, I'm going to take my chances with God. Verse 14, why do I take my flesh in my teeth and put my life in my hands? Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Even so, I will defend my own ways before him. The third point I want to go over today is Job puts his trust in God. This is one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible. Listen to what he says once again in verse 15. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Friends, that is so powerful. Job understood the Almighty God. He knew that God was all-powerful, all-knowing, and he was going to put his belief that he hadn't done anything wrong. He is going to take his chances before God. He also shall be my salvation, for a hypocrite could not come before him. Listen carefully to my speech and to my declaration with your ears. See now, I have prepared my case. I know that I shall be vindicated. Who is he who will contend with me? If now I hold my tongue, I perish. So Job in reality, is actually talking to God right here. He's sitting there telling his friends, listen, I am going to take my case before God himself. And beginning in verse 20 of Job 13, this rest of the chapter is entitled Job's Despondent Prayer. Listen to Job pleading to God. Only two things do not do to me. Then I will not hide myself from you. Withdraw your hand far from me, and let not the dread of you make me afraid. Then call, and I will answer. Or let me speak, then you respond to me. How many are my iniquities and sins? Make me know my transgression and my sin. The fourth point, and a very key point in today's lesson, Job asks God to show him his sin that he may not know about. I want you to think about that. Friends, this is a suggestion that I believe we all should consider from time to time is ask God, show me anything in my life that I'm doing that you do not approve of. I think this is awesome that Job asked this. Let's close out. It says, why do you hide your face and regard me as your enemy? Will you frighten a leaf 
driven to and fro? And will you pursue dry stubble? For you write bitter things against me and make me inherit the iniquities of my youth. You put my feet in the stocks and watch closely all my paths. You set a limit for the soles of my feet. Man decays like a rotten thing, like a garment that is moth-eaten. I absolutely love the way that Job is speaking with God here. You can sense the intimacy that Job has with God. I can feel Job has done this before. He has gone to God when he was in a crisis in his life. Friends, I suggest we all get in a habit of doing this. Let's go back to our verse real quick before we close today. In Proverbs 15, verse 1 tells us this. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And friends, listen carefully to what my commentary for verse 1 says of Proverbs 15. Often, it is not so much what we say, but the way we say it that prompts such varied responses as acceptance and wrath. Job knew how he could speak with his friends. I think the way he spoke to his friends tell me these were very, very close friends of his. They had obviously known each other for many years. And yet he went to them and said, listen to what I have to say. You guys have talked now. Let me say something to you. Friends, my call to action, I've asked this before, but I want you to think, do you have anyone in your life that you can talk to the way that Job talked to his three friends? And friends, I'm here to tell you, you need a close buddy. You need at least one person that you can go to, that you can ask counsel from, that you can pray with, that you can ask him to pray for you. I want you to give that some thought. If you don't have anyone close in your life, I suggest you go to God in prayer and ask God to put someone in your life that you would be able to do that with. The suggested scripture reading is to reread today's proverb, Proverb 15, in its entirety. And also, I would like you to reread today's chapter, Job chapter 13. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, I ask you to repeat a simple prayer after me today. Father God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to earth. Jesus, thank you that you came to earth and you died on a cross for everyone listening to this podcast today. I believe that you are the son of God 
I believe that you died on that cross, were buried, and on the third day you rose again from the dead. By doing that, you have put me back in right standing with God. I can now go directly to God in prayer and ask for anything I have need of. But Jesus, I want you to come in to my heart. I want you to lead me and guide me from this point forward the rest of my life. I ask this in your name. Amen. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, if you would, go to my webpage, wisdomtodaybk.com. If you would, there is a contact tab. Click on that tab. Give me your name. Let me know you said that prayer, and I will celebrate with you. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.